All right, all right, and we are live. Yo, 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 tell me what you know. Welcome to the Sunshine Show. Woo! <laughs> you guys, I have the most special guest for you tonight, this afternoon, this morning, wherever in the world you may roam. I have the one and only, the most amazing, the most fabulous, the most phenomenal, the most bowie of them all. I have Gabo of Fayuca out of Arizona in the house. What's up, brother? What's up? How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. What are those temperatures looking like over there in Arizona? Uh, it's like 105 right now. Holy shit. And you are wearing a button up and a hoodie. Okay. It must be very cold in your house. I keep my house cold. Yeah. <laughs> very high electric bills. Yeah. Yeah. I keep it cold in here. The summers are, are pretty. Pretty brutal. Yeah. I'm from Texas originally. And uh, same thing over there. We got air conditions running 24 seven here in Santa Cruz. We don't even own a fucking air condition. It's like so next level. I'm like, ah. yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you everybody at home watching everybody listening on the podcast. I have a very special our plan for you guys you know how this works drop your comments your suggestions i'm taking all the suggestions all the time and your questions for gabo of fayuka in the comment section i will get to them as soon as possible what's up daniel i see you Lindsay. what's up don mcdaniel thank you guys all for hanging out with us uh so gabo you just got back from tour recently i did yeah we did um we did the west coast a little bit of the southwest like Colorado, New Mexico, um, some Arizona dates. Uh, we did Utah. Salt Lake surprises me every single time, you know? Hell you yeah. Know? We played on a Tuesday there, and we thought it was like, who's going to come out and see us on a Tuesday? But it was a really good, really good show. Right. A lot of people in Salt Lake, so. Did you guys play at the Royal? No, we played at a place called Soundwell. Okay. Yeah, really cool, cool event. Nice stage, great sound. It was the first time playing there, so I was pretty surprised with how, how well, how, how much attention to production the venue. Awesome. Uh, now, did you guys stay at the Nash Crash Pad? We stayed at the Nash Crash Pad. Oh, huge shout out to uh, Nikki and Josh Nash. What's up, you guys? Go we on. heard of that place a lot, you know, because all the bands stay there, and. Uh, I'd never seen it for myself, but when I walked in, it was like, I don't know, it was like walking into like this like famous place. I was like, oh wow, you know, that's the kitchen. These are the beds. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh my God, I love those two so much. They're so important in this community that we have. They do so much welcoming the bands in, feeding us um anything you know they're just so lovely i love you guys both so much and they're dogs they are too cute they're adorable they're little snorty little cute little things it was beautiful <laughs> <laughs> they're little bulldogs is that what they are i think little bulldogs or something like that they were cute yeah uh louie and i can't remember oh louie and penny louie and penny what's up my little tiny little friends i love you uh what's up mama can too i see you uh sean azzy in the house we got jared Orr. We got Jeremy Hill. We got the whole fam. Bam. Uh, Jalos Rebel says, what's up, Gabo? What up, Jalos? <laughs> if you guys have any questions for Gabo, drop them in the comment section. If you have any questions for moi, you can ask them after the interview. This is not my interview today. It's Gabo's. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what was your favorite thing about uh, this tour run in particular? I mean, I think that like just being on the road again was awesome. It was almost like learning how to tour again, you know, um, getting accustomed to sleeping in different places every single night. Uh, just, you know, we, we hadn't been on tour since the whole, you know, thing happened. So to be on a tour again, coming out of the pandemic, just kind of being on the road again, it was just every night was exciting because you know, for so many, for two years, we didn't get that. So I think my favorite part was just like going back to these towns that we hadn't played in so long and just seeing like familiar faces and having conversations with people. 
uh, I kind of missed that. And it was, it was uh, a lot of getting used to again, you know, um, and it was beautiful. I loved it. I'm, I'm a people person first. So being, being around people again that share the same interests in this situation, our band, right? Sure, yeah. Hanging around the merch table and like, you know, talk, oh, I saw you guys at such and such place and such and such time, whatever. It just kind of like reminded me of the reasons why we do this, you know? Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, wifey, I'm so sorry I called you by your first name of Lindsay. That's not her name. Her name is Wifey. I apologize. Uh, James Gooding. We got Brett Coleman in the house. What's up, Brett? Coleman, what up, dog? It's my boy. Hell yeah. Scott Weiss of Underground Roots. Darren Tennyson. Thank you guys all for hanging out and sharing this uh stream i do appreciate it so gaba we actually got to play together probably about four years ago we played winston's with audit empire um i was playing in soul tribe at the time and oh my god you're a little bass player at the time i don't know if he's still your bass player or not is that still your bass player i can't remember the time but i would imagine no this new bass player we got him recently no but oh, new bass player. okay well i gotta say i really loved the energy that your band put out there you guys have really great stage presence really putting a vibe out there what do you guys do to prepare for the road and this, your stage and all the good stuff well there's um there's a lot of tequila involved <laughs> after that i think we figure a little bit more tequila and then we hit the road. That's kind of how it goes. Very I'm just good. Yeah, no, we, we, you know, we, we rehearse as much as possible. And, and we drink a lot of tequila. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I know you wanted this, this amazing answer, but really it's just a lot of the preparation is just kind of getting, getting in the right space of going on the road. So I think, uh, I mean, realistically, you know, there's a lot of rehearsals, just a lot of prepping. You got to prep a bus, you got to prep. Uh, you know, whatever instruments and production stuff we need. And then I think that, especially with like some lineup changes since the pandemic, we had some lineup changes and this last tour, I think a lot, uh, I think everyone was kind of new to the band, you know, um, you, you rehearse a lot and you figure out what everybody's strong point is and where they shine as a musician. And then you base your set around that. So I think that every every show that that we played was kind of tailored to, you know, the the strengths of every musician. So that's a huge focal point in us getting ready for tours. You know, you're an amazing drummer. You're an amazing bass player. We're recognizing that these things, you know, work well in the band. Let's build a set around that. You know, so there's definitely a lot of that sense of just making sure that everybody's comfortable playing the parts so that we can make the best show that we possibly can, you know, come up with, you know. So everybody pretty much has their own organic moves on stage. Basically, yeah. Okay, very nice. And let's talk about your new bass player. Where'd you find him? Um, he was an old friend. So a buddy of mine, Adam, uh, who plays in Pedo right now, um, I just randomly reached out to him and said, hey, I'm looking for a bass player. Do you have any ideas? And he directed me to this guy named Dave, who played in other local bands, and um, we hit it off. You know, he's cool people. We built a friendship first, and then, and then just he's been with me now since you know the last couple, you know, probably like last three years now. So, very, yeah, very nice. Uh we got Reyes Cisneros from I Rebellion. Blessings from Taos, New Mexico, he says. Taos, what's up? I love that town. I love that town too, Gabo. Oh my God. Yeah. What's, your, what's your favorite part about Taos? You got a favorite part? Um, I pretty much just like the people. I think I think New Mexico as a whole, like when you when you do like Albuquerque, even Las Cruces, you know, Taos, the people would just have a whole different approach to the, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just people just like, they have like a love and a passion for music and a love and a passion for art that they just connect with you in a different way, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously like 
the landscape and like it, the scenery is beautiful when you get into like you know New Mexico and like northern New Mexico but like the people in New Mexico just seem to kind of become really dear friends of mine just because of their their appreciation for for music and life and you know energy and all that all yeah that. no fuck yeah dude I really love the people there I really love the earth ships there um they just have a very very special culture and yes very special people so what's up uh Reyes uh Reyes says Taos loves Bayuca oh we need to go back there again it's been years we got Rob D from Part One Tribes. What up, Gabo? Long time, man. You've been crushing it. Thank you. Part One Tribe. One of the guys, are they still in Florida? Where are they? Where are they? They're yeah. Going strong in Florida. We should we should get together for a show sometime. I love that band. The last time wow. I saw Burbank, um, at this place called the Burbank Tavern or something like that. Some small small little like uh, it wasn't even that small. It was like a like a venue bar kind of thing. But it was like a mile from my house. I think I got, I had a little bit too much alcohol that night because I knew that I could just walk home. Ah, that's the best part about those shows. Yeah, it was great. And they sounded fucking amazing. Uh, let's see. We got Kurtley Mark Paul. He says, Gabo! Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Point. What up, what up, what up? Jared Orr says, Gabo, we all love the amazing new single, High Off Your Love. Does this mean there's a new Fayuka album coming? And what can we expect from this new album compared to previous Fayuka albums? Well, uh, there is a new Fayuka record coming. There are a couple singles we're going to put out from here to then. Um, High Off Your Love was the first one we put out from that collection of songs. And I think what you could expect is just a lot of just wholesome songwriting, um, not sticking to a genre because you feel like you need to stick to a genre, mainly just like writing, you know, from the heart. So there's some some fun songs or some not so fun songs, but I think everything is just very wholesome and true. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I just we just got into we locked ourselves in a studio and just wrote a shit ton of fucking songs and pick the ones we like the most and put them on a record. But there was just a lot of spewing of, of passion and energy going on in that studio. It was great. It was beautiful. Well, that's a good problem to have. Right. Not really a problem at all. Um, I love that. Oh my God. I miss the studio. I miss being on stage. And that is my goal to get back up on stage by next year. Um, and I'm going to do it. I'm manifesting it. Gabo. I'm you just said it already exists in the universe. It's gonna happen. We got Temple High Tower in the house. She says New Mexico. That's where we coming from, girl. You already know. Um, we all need to make a trip to New Mexico and go live from New Mexico. Okay, that's happening. Uh, we got Jimmy McKay. He says far west side of the valley, checking in. Buckeye in the hizzy. Buckeye. Yeah. Scott Weiss, the underground route says, Gabo, can I send you, oh, Gabo, I see you like to wear hats. Can I send you one? Sunshine already approved it. Yeah, I mean, I've been wearing this Pinto hat since last year when I went on tour with him. My dog already chewed the back of it. It's it's worn out and sweaty. I need new hats. Yeah. Ah, Scott, send the man some hats. All right, let's see. Daniel Bayanez asks, do you have any torque? Do you have any turquoise in any of your instruments? Like, like actual turquoise? No. I would love to though. I love turquoise. That would be amazing. I love the visual of that. Yeah, I'd never even thought of that. I should do like some turquoise on my guitar. I didn't even think about that. Yes, I was talking to Sierra Lane a few weeks back and she actually collects shark teeth. And one of the viewers suggested that she put them in the inlay of her guitar. Like how fucking dope would that be? That'd be really sick, yeah. Ooh, ideas <laughs> here, you guys, ideas. Uh, we got Megan Richardson all the way from Ohio in the house. What's up, girl? Uh, Sean Azzy, I was at the Pinto show at Winston's. I think that's where we met. Do you remember oh. Mr. Sean Azzy, Gabu? I believe so. Does he have a brother? Aha, what kind of brother is the question? <laughs> like a brother, brother. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a I'm actually asking you, what kind of a brother? It's a special kind of brother. Is it a twin brother? Boom, chicka wawa, you win the prize. Hey, that was a great show. That was a good time. Also, the tequila was a flowing there as well. Oh, the tequila was a flowing. Uh, that sounds like a whole tour name, okay? Right. A whole tour name. What's up, Paul? Paul from Colorado, thank you for joining us. If you guys have any questions for Gabo, drop them in the chat. Uh, Gabo, do you know Pride Through Strife? This is an Arizona band. Yeah. yeah. I love those brothers so much. Yeah. No, I love that. My God, they're very sweet. Um, and they also used to host bands that went through Arizona as well. Um, and that's how I met those guys. So I thought I would bring that up. I'm gonna tag them really quick. So what do you, what's your passion in life? And you got a couple of them. Getting deep here. Um, just people and, and happiness. Just kind of being true to yourself, doing what you love doing, you know, not, not putting yourself into this box because it's what you feel you should be doing. You know, we have this conversation a lot whenever I talk with friends and I just, um, you just kind of like pave your own way in a sense based on what, what keeps you happy. Um, at the same time, being aware that the people around you also have, you know, feelings and dreams and aspirations. So like, I'm very, I try to connect a lot with just like people. I just love people. I love to like talk to people. And even if we're on topics that I don't agree with, just to sit back and just like observe and, and try to understand them from a different stand, standpoint, you know? Um, like step outside of my opinions and myself and, and try to just like accept people and understand people for who they are. I think like my passion in life is just overall happiness and then overall just people, you know? I'm, I love people, <laughs> it's my thing. Uh, let me tell you, and the people love you and they are showing up tonight to support you, Gabo. Not only do we have so many friends and family in the house, but we have the one and only, the most infamous, we have Mr. Kyle Smith here in the uh, chat. Oh, I should have worn my Kyle Smith sweater. Was, go ahead. Right next to this one. Kyle Smith, what's up, Bubby? I, I love that guy. He's fucking crushing it right now. He's with, with he's, his music, what he's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He says, I love your style, Papa. You're the man. A man. My man. I love Kyle Smith. He is uh, highly endorsed on the Sunshine Show. Mm -mm -mm. Love that man. He is the hardest working man in the business. We got Kim Jacobson Long. She goes, hey, Gabo, it's Kim from Santa Cruz. What up, Kim? Oh, Kim. Oh, what up, Kim? How are you? Thanks for hanging out with us, Kim. We have Brian Zach from Synergy. He says, big up, Gabo. Keep right. cool Arizona out there. Yo, one of my favorite stories about Fayuca is that they were playing a venue called The Fix when I was 17. Solid band, always looked up to Gabo and always was a big guidance for Synergy throughout the years. Big love. Tell the piggy I said hi. Thank you. I will give him a big kiss for you. Oh. Gave us our first show in Flagstaff way back in the days it was it was great we never played fly i think it was the mad eye i can't remember maybe maybe he'll, he'll confirm it but i think it was the mad eye he gave us our first show ever in flagstaff arizona oh how cool oh my god we got my bestie amelia all the way from austin texas hanging out with us tonight what's up amelia atx <laughs> Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Thank you guys all for hanging out with us tonight. I super, super, I'm enjoying this. I'm sorry if I can't get to all your chats. You guys are really chatting away. I love it. Uh, Daniel says, how do you deal with the haters that don't understand your vision? I didn't even know that they existed out there. <laughs> I just, I just keep going. I don't know what to say about that one. Um, you know, people are going to have opinions that don't fall parallel with whatever you're doing, but I, I, 
I don't even know how to answer that one. I just kind of stick to my 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 goals, you know. Yeah, and that's what you have to do. You just have to keep. You got to put the blinders on and keep moving forward. Ain't no yeah. bullshit. No reason to deal with the bullshit. The haters, they're gonna hate, but they they hate us because they ain't us. Hey. Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> Shit, who is that? Taylor Swift, I think, right? Of course, yeah, the one and only. Oh, okay. Double like him some uh, Taylor Swift there. Uh, let's see. Kyle Smith says, see you soon, buddy. Love you. All right, Kyle. See you around, buddy. Hit me up. Are you guys having a show uh, together pretty soon or what? Hopefully. Well, we just we just confirmed it here now with Kyle Smith on the on the stream. Hell yeah, that's what we do on the Sunshine Show. We make shit like that happen. So uh, coming soon to you, Kyle Smith with Bayuka. Boom, 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 boom. Put in my backyard. <laughs> um, all right, you guys. We are with Gabo of Bayuka in 105 degree weather over there in Arizona. I won't make you too jealous, but I think it's like 67 over here. See, that's too cool. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love Santa Cruz weather. Um, yeah, Arizona gets tough in the summertime. It gets really rough. Every day I, w I wake up and I wonder why the hell am I still here? But I love where I live. I love the people, I love the culture. I love what it's all about. But I just kind of deal with the hot weather for a little bit, you know? Yeah. But it's fucking hot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Do you run around naked a lot? Um, no, I run around like this a lot. How do you do that? Like you're just protecting yourself from the sun? Is that what's going on? I don't know. My body just doesn't really get hot. I don't know. Right. I, I think. All right. All right. That's how, um, yeah. Like when it, if it gets like above 70, like five, it's hard for me to even go outside because it's too hot me which is crazy but that's weird like how our bodies get used to these these temperatures um california buck texas it's too hot my mom's over there it's like 105 as well so towards san antonio uh she's actually in kingsville texas south texas okay um all right scott weiss underground roots says gabo i saw you play in chicago great fucking show picked up your limited edition remastered vinyl. When you come back out this way, I'd love to get the band to sign it so I can frame it. I think it would look sexy as fuck on my wall. Fuck yeah. All right. I mean, deal. Next time we play Chicago, come to the merch table and remind me of this. I'll get everybody to sign it. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. So you have limited edition vinyls out. Yeah. All right. What's that about? We had this record called Barrio Sideshow. It's a blue one with this like wrestling guy kind of spitting out fire. And we only made a hundred of those. And we decided that we're probably not gonna make more of those. So they're limited edition, remastered, five year anniversary. Uh, it sounds different when it's on vinyl. Like, I don't know if you're into vinyl at all, but like- Oh, I am into vinyl, absolutely. The last vinyl I bought was, uh, that the Fuji records, you know, the Fuji lot. Uh -huh. And I've heard that shit a lot. You know, I, I had it on CD and then I listened to it on Spotify. But putting it on here in the record player and just like letting it play while I'm doing stuff around the house, it just sounds a little bit different. And it's interesting because I get that same feeling whenever I play the Bajo Sideshow record here in my house. It's almost like I forget that it's my album. I just listen to it. And it has like a different kind of sound or feeling to it. I think as you're forced to listen to the whole thing, because it's kind of a bitch to go there and like try to rewind to like, or get, go forward to whatever song you want, you know? So to, to have to listen to side A all the way through and side B all the way through, um, it just, it just kind of hits different, you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, so we put that record out and we had it on this tour. We're, we're running low um, on copies. so. I'm wondering if we might make more, but the decision was we were only going to make 100, or it was 200. We we're only going to make 200 copies. And then after that, whatever again. So we'll see what happens. 
All right. And how many albums do you have out so far altogether? Mm, I don't know. I think right now we have like uh, maybe like four. But we had um, we had something we released before, and then just they got taken down. You know, distributor, record label stuff. You know, when we were first starting off, we put out all these albums. But right now, I think like on on Spotify, you could probably hear like four rec four of our records. Okay. And so how long has the band been together? Mm, I know. I think we started hitting it hard like around 2000, 2010. 2010. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know what that math looks like. I'm really bad at math. I took algebra three times and I feel like this should be basic math. Um, yeah. But fuck yeah, so you guys have been around for a while. You have three solid albums out. Do you drop singles as well? Yeah, there's a ton of singles and stuff, you know, kind of little, you know, stuff out there. But when you say albums, I was, I'm thinking of like full recordings that are out, you know, like a full, a full record. Um, but yeah, we did that thing on, on, the one that we released recently was that one on Bradley's house. Oh, the, nice. uh, that Caress Me Down cover which I still listen to that one over and over and over. Like, even though it's like, you know, our version of it, like I, I still really like the way it was put together, you know, especially because it's for, it was for a good cause, you know, so we try to stream the hell out of it. So we did that, that Caress Me Down cover for that Bradley House uh, compilation. Now, did you produce that or did you have somebody working with you? We worked with our buddy, Matt Keller, who does all of our albums. He did a lot of the stuff for Catastro, a lot of the stuff uh, for the Irie. Uh, the main, a bunch of other bands. So him and I just kind of work together as a team. We write a lot of the stuff together. And then, so he put, he, I guess collectively we produce that Caress Me Down cover. Nice. And so what does your songwriting structure look like? Do you normally come up with the lyrics and the guitar part and then spread it to the rest of your band? Or what does that process look like? So again, I think me and uh, me and the guys kind of get together, have a general idea, and throw ideas back and forth. Sometimes it could be like a guitar lick that we build into a song. Sometimes it could be a lyric that we hang on to and try to build that into a song. There's really no like set structure. I think just whatever ideas we all come up with, whatever makes that song becomes. I mean, we throw shit ton of ideas out. And then once we find something we like, whether it's a baseline or a drum part or like a lyric, then we we start building around that collectively as like, you know, songwriters. And is there a special place you go to write or is it just whenever it hits you, it hits you? Whenever it hits me, it hits me. Um, lately, I've been feeling more comfortable writing in the studio because then you could get those ideas mapped out quickly, almost like as you're writing, you're demoing, you know? And then you'd listen to it a little bit more uh, in a more calm space, pay attention to what you're doing, get other ideas. So lately, I'll save a lot of my songwriting to when we go into the studio and then collectively we, we start throwing ideas on onto the DAW, the recording thing and the recording software, and then start mapping it out as we're writing. And then that becomes a demo. And then from there, we then we write the actual, finished song for everybody who may not know what a doll is that is a digital audio workstation <laughs> <laughs> very cool gobble and then do you have a studio there at your house or do you work outside i have a little setup here for demoing you know just like a pro tool setup nothing too crazy i don't have like a drum room or anything i have like a little pro tools midi setup with a nice little microphone that i could record my vocals on and then I'll generally just like map out songs here in my little setup at home. Very fucking cool. And then Daniel wants to know, do you normally start with the melody first? Yeah, I think so. Lately, Matt Keller has been kind of like feeding melodies to me. Like we'll, we'll write the song and he'll be like, up, up, whatever, you know, scatting shit. And then I've learned that my strengths is I could, I could, I could come up with words to fit that melody, 
but it's harder for me to come up with a melody to fit my words. You know what I mean? So typically we'll write something, we'll have an idea, I'll throw some lyrics out and then, I'll, you know, the songwriters will kind of put together a melody and then I'll start structuring words around that melody. All right. Very cool. Um, do you have a lot of material that you're sort of sitting on? Is there tracks that you've worked on for hours and then put on the back burner for years? Yeah, we have a whole record that we recorded that we're slowly kind of figuring out how we're going to put it out. We definitely didn't want to put it out when the band couldn't tour. So I think one of the strongest points of the band is that we put a lot of like heart into our live show and we didn't want to put some of these songs out in the middle of the pandemic when we couldn't play tours okay record now that we're sitting on that we just released the first single half your love we have another one coming out here shortly that we're we're getting the music video done for that put, you know putting everything together to get it out but there's like a whole album and then there's a bunch of other stuff that we've written that we're going to go back to the studio in the fall to finish and do like a follow-up record so the songwriting never stops and the recording never stops. It's just a matter of, you know, how quickly can we pump it out and, you know, get it out into like the, the streaming services. Yeah. Absolutely. We got Jessica Harper in the house. What's up, Jessica? Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we are hanging out with Gabo, lead singer, songwriter, guitarist for the Arizona based band by Yuka. What up, what up? You're having a great time. You guys have any questions? Drop them. I'm telling you, drop them in the comments. A question I ask all of my guests, Gabo, if you could throw a dinner party for any five musicians, dead or alive, who would those five musicians be? And what would you serve at your dinner party? All right. Matt Embry of our Bandits. Kyle Smith. Um, sunshine. Ah, one party. <laughs> um, and I guess, shit, that's a, that's a good one. I only got three right now. Yeah, just three. I'd probably invite you know you know who'd be a fun hang. Uh, fucking Dan Kelly. Okay. I'd invite Dan. I'd probably invite Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I would serve only tequila and that's it. Oh have it straight or you can have it in a mixer, but all we're while we're serving is tequila that night. This is gonna be a full on rager. Yeah. A full well, on fucking won't have tequila. So we'll have to like, you know, make sure we have, you know, what sodas or what you know, whatever he would drink. But I would only do tequila. And we'll <laughs> out just shoot the shit sitting around my dinner table is there a certain brand of tequila that you prefer mr fayuca you know i've really been into casamigos lately um but studio we do espalone because here we could buy we could buy espalone by the by the you know the threes and the fours uh so we'll in the studio we do espalone and then whenever we're feeling kind of fancy we'll just like splurge a little bit and get a little Casamigos. All right. When you said uh, Fayuca is fueled by tequila, you weren't joking. No, it's a thing. It's, we do it responsibly, though, but, you know, it's a It's a way of life. Yeah, of course. It is a way of life. Uh, we got Salvador Nastasia in the house. What's up, Sal? How you doing? Thank you for joining us. Daniel Bayoness asks, who are your top three favorite drummers? Neil Peart. Um, Christopher Sagakis. You know, Patty Slammon from uh, TBS. He's probably one of my favorite drummers too. Okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah, super clean. But I, I would say Christopher Zagakis is one of them for sure. Probably my top one. He's the guy from our expanded. I just saw them here in Phoenix the other night. And I was trying so hard not to fangirl, you know, because like we have a song that we did with him where he's drumming on one of our songs. And I'm like, you know, hey, what's up, bro? How's it going? You know, 
but like you know whatever and then i see them before and i'm just like you you know that uh that gif that little meme gif with like jonah hill's like ah you know, like, yeah yeah it's just like one of the greatest drummers to ever fucking live you know in my opinion obviously but um Dude, that's kind of how I was the other night when I interviewed um, the granddaughter of Willie Nelson, Raylan Nelson. Like, I was trying so hard to just be on my best behavior and not completely fangirl out because I have so many Willie Nelson stories. I think I played it off pretty good, too. And she's just she's such a badass. Like, she's just so down to earth, humble, kind hearted. It was a super easy interview. Um, if you guys did not check out that interview, make sure to check it out today. Um, it is on Spotify. All right, you guys. Uh, let's see. Sean Azzy says, Casa Amigos and Casadores. I sound yeah. so white when I say that. Casadores. <laughs> right. um, let's see. Andreas Reynoso. Que pasa, Mufasa? South Texas, Kingsville, into Casa. Hey hometown fam bam right there we got janet eason out of gilroy california what's up girl i uh, got the whole fam bam here thank you guys all for hanging out with us um awesome so we talked about your passions we talked about your albums talked about your last tour do you still have your little tour bus that you had uh when i seen you like four or five years ago did it have bunks in it yeah yeah we still have that bus very cool. I love that. It's like the mini bus. It's like the short bus, but all bunked out, like tour style. No, it's beautiful. Sometimes we don't even hang out on the green. Well, every time we don't hang out on the green room. We just go straight to our bus. We have like nice, like ambient lighting, a nice sound system, TV, a fridge for all our beers or like our waters, whatever, whatever it is. And we just hang out in the little lounge section, just kind of kick it in there. And it's kind of become like our home, you know, away from home. So it's super comfy. For a second there, I thought we lost her, you know, uh, the transmission went out and we we're like, shit, did we get rid of her and get something else? But, you know, we fixed the transmission and she's been trucking along and she, she's, she, that, that love is, the love we have for her is reciprocated, you know. Uh, do you have a name for her? This one didn't come with a name. Gabo, you're supposed to give her a damn name, my goodness. Every vehicle that I've ever named has ended in a very in a very horrible party. So I decided with this one, I'm not going to name her. I'm be, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my Russell Crowe, that is the name of my van that I took on tour. Uh, he he has kicked the bucket as well. He needs a new transmission. But let me tell you, he was a nice gladiator van. Still is love him to pieces um r.i.p russell crow that's not the real russell crow that's my van you guys don't go spreading rumors uh temple says taylor swift is smoking hot that's the thing all right reyes says cannabis infused tequila what do you think about that? what do you think about cannabis infused tequila shit never had it but i'm down to try it all right, let's do it. We need a tequila tasting party is what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just got to set it up. We'll uh, all meet in Taos, New Mexico, and we'll have a tequila tasting party. Starring Fayuka, Kyle Smith, uh, Dan Kelly, and a few other really amazing people. Sunshine and Taylor Swift. Yes. How are we going to get Taylor Swift to Taos? Figure it out. I'm sure somebody knows her. Let's manifest this, you guys. We got to bring Taylor to Taos. It's the law of how many people? After so many people, somebody knows somebody. What is that? Five? The law of fives? Yeah, I think something like that. Go on. That sounds great. So out of these five people, somebody's got to know Taylor Swift somewhere. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Who knows? I see at least 20 of you out there watching. I want to know which one of you knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows Taylor Swift. Thank you. Uh, pineapple or no pineapple on your pizza? 
I just don't like pineapple at all. So I'm going to say no pineapple on pizza. Okay. Okay. No pineapple on the pizza. There's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. I will take pineapple and jalapeno on my pizza. Um, but that's just me, you know? <laughs> so what are you going to do now that you're back home? How are you going to spend your time other than in the studio writing all the music for the next 20 albums you're going to release? Um, I just kind of take it day by day, you know? Just uh, spend a lot of time with my kids. And when I don't have my kids, spend a lot of time just just kind of getting recentered and and ready to for whatever's next, you know. I don't know. It's kind of like a day by day thing, you know. Nice. So, do you do guest appearance? Do you uh, do special guest appearances on other people's albums, or is that something that you're pretty particular about? Or how could somebody hit you up if they wanted to contact you about that? No, I love stuff like that. Um, yeah. Um, I think that when you collaborate with other musicians, especially that are outside of like your, your circle of friends and circle of, you know, musicians that you, that you like work with, I guess it's great because then you're kind of, you're kind of like, you're kind of going outside of like whatever boundaries you set yourself as a songwriter, you know? So I'm always down, you know, uh, I'm always on Instagram it's become like a second nature to just pick up my phone randomly and start scrolling through Instagram. So, you know, if I get a message from someone who says, hey, can you do a verse for here or whatever? On Instagram, I typically answer right away, but yeah. I Very cool. So if you guys want to reach out to Gabo, the best way is to send him a direct message through Instagram. Do you guys also have a YouTube? Yeah, we have a YouTube, just Fayuka Music. All right, so yeah. all, go ahead. No, yeah, just all of our stuff is on YouTube. So you guys make sure to follow Fayuka on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, YouTube. Do you have a TikTok yet? We do, I just can't figure out how to use this thing, you know? <laughs> try and I try and I like, I'll make videos and I'm just like, I just another platform you know, but slowly, like, I, we're, we're working on it. Like, not, not that we feel like we have to, but, like, again, if, 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 there's a, if there's a fun approach and a fun aspect to this new, like, social media platform, I want to get in on it because I like, want to do is entertain myself all the time. So um, we have a TikTok. That's okay. what else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did the same thing. I went and made a TikTok, and then I was like, oh, my God, there's so much, like, I feel like it's so detailed, like so much shit that you can do. And it's hard. I make, I have a hard time making decisions sometimes. And there's so many like effects and different things you can do. And by the end of it, I like, I get overwhelmed. Yeah. I just don't understand it enough. I just, I got my one platform that I, I use the most, which is Instagram. And then with TikTok, like I like going on there to see cool videos, but I just don't really create cool videos for TikTok, you know? So, so it just, I don't know, I, I use it. I just, you know, I'm mainly on Instagram. Very cool. Well, we got to figure out how to uh, profit off of TikTok because that's where the money's at, Gabo. TikTok and YouTube, all right? We're not making money off the IG. I know, I know. But I'm sure as hell having a great time just zombieing out on Instagram, looking at videos of people falling and fails and stuff, you know? So. <laughs> Salvador is asking, what is your Instagram? I believe it's Fayuka Music. Am I wrong or right? Fayuka, F-A-Y-U-C-A. Fayuka, you guys. F-A-Y-U-C-A. What's up? Jesse Durant. Duran Duran. I always have to say that. Jesse Duran. She's actually in Arizona. She says, I'm super late, but I'm here for Sunshine and Gabo. Jesse. And we got Jason Perry of the Ross Rebellion crew in the house. What's up, uh, Ross Delegato in the house? Love you guys all so much. Thank you for hanging out. So are you about the, um, I hear Arizona is called Arizona. That's the thing. 
Is that, a, <laughs> is that the thing? Yeah, I mean, I've heard it get thrown around a little bit, yeah. All right. Are, are you talking about the marijuanas? The marijuana. <laughs> is that what you're talking about, the marijuanas? No, I thought like the reggae culture and community out there that you guys respond to yourself as um, Arizona. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've been interpreting it wrong. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Viva Arizona festival that happens here every year. Yeah, yeah no, it's definitely a thing. Uh, there's a there's a there's a great reggae scene out here, and you wouldn't expect it because it's Arizona, you know. Uh, there's a ton of reggae bands uh, that are actually that are, that are really good, you know. So like, yeah, I mean, it's a thing. Like, we kind of have our our own like reggae scene um, that's a little bit different than you know, like for example, like a SoCal reggae scene because obviously the culture is different. We're not by the beach. We're more desert, you know. We grew up on skate punk, for example, you know. So there's like a there's like a there's like a like a like an Arizona reggae scene that sounds a little bit different than other reggae scenes. I love that. I never even thought about that because I think about roots reggae. I think about Cali reggae, but I've never really thought of like Arizona reggae being like a completely different like subgenre of reggae. And it fucking is. And you're right. And I love that, dude. And um, I also love a lot that you sing. You're you're bilingual, so you sing a lot in Spanish as well, right? Yeah. So is that something that you had to work on or is that something that you just grew up on? Well, again, I mean, so I, I grew up in Florida. Uh, I'm Puerto Rican and I grew up on salsa, salsa music and bachata. And then when I moved to Arizona, it was a very strong, there was a very strong Mexican culture out here that I wasn't used to because in Florida where I grew up, there wasn't a lot of Mexicans, right? So, you, so although we spoke the same language, the culture was a lot different. Like Puerto Rican culture to Mexican culture, there's, there's, there's some similarities, but it's very different. But the one thing that I, that I started kind of gravitating towards was the music and cumbia music was very similar to salsa, just with like kind of like a different count, you know. That's different... what I grew up on was cumbia. Yeah, you see, so like once, once we started getting into cumbia and we started doing reggae, just naturally, you know, you the guitar skank on cumbia is very similar to the guitar skank on reggae. So just naturally we would start blending reggae and cumbia together. And then once you're already on a four four, you can go into some punk rock. So like we started blending cumbia, reggae and punk rock together and kind of creating the sound that I'm sure it's been done before, but you know, it's very, it's very much like Latino driven, roots reggae meets, you know, punk rock or whatever, like skate punk or whatever. So it wasn't like we had to work on it. It just kind of came naturally because we were already kind of in that circle of, you know, playing out with some of these Mexican bands, kind of like learning how to play music through them. I was like 14 going to the open mic nights, you know, trying to learn how to play my first pentatonic scale. And it was a lot of these like Latin guitars, kind of like Carlos Santana, cumbia cover kind of guys. <clears throat> so then naturally we just started mixing the reggae that we were, the music we were in love with, which is reggae, with some of the other music that we were being influenced by us growing up in Arizona. So it wasn't like we worked on it, it just kind of came natural. And then that just became our sound, you know? Very cool. Oh my gosh. I don't know why this is like really exciting for me, but it is. Um, I've just never, I don't know why. I know, I just always just thought of Cali reggae and roots reggae. And I don't know, very, the very naive sunshine, very naive. Um, get it together. Okay. That's me talking to myself every day. I do that. Um, <laughs> awesome explanation. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's see, Jason Perry says, I was just jamming to some Fayuka in the car. Oh, fuck yeah, thanks, Jason. Support, support. Jesse thought it was hilarious that you said the marijuanas. The marijuanas? <laughs> <laughs> she said, that's really funny to me. Gabo sings about marijuana, but he said that like a dad or something. Well, he is a daddy, so. 
<laughs> Let's see. I'm going to try to pronounce this name. Saul Lauki Alua says, Boom Faya. Boom Faya. Uh, Jesse says, one night, uh, Gabo and Joe are like, we are both Puerto Rican, but everyone assumes we were Mexicans. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody assumes I'm white too. Okay, guys, it happens. It happens. We got Forsyth imaging in the house. Um, Andreas, I've seen some reggae bands in Corpus Christi, Texas at House of Rock. I bet you guys have definitely played House of Rock. Oh, yeah. I love that venue. It's yeah. cool. Casey, the owner over there, he's, he's really cool people. I love working with that guy. Yes, Casey Lane. He's also a badass tattoo artist, one of the best in Corpus Christi. Um, cool, you guys. Thanks for hanging out. They also have awesome pizza at House of Rock. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jared Orr says, join the Fayuca Familia group and invite some friends, please. Everybody head over there after this interview. Make sure to go and join uh, and stay updated with everything Fayuca. We're going to get this wrapped up, you guys. I have had an amazing time with all of you. You could be anywhere in the world and you're here with us. And we fucking appreciate that so much. We could not do it without you um so one last question before i let you go mr gabo uh what's your best piece of advice for all the viewers and listeners at home i don't know i think that just do what makes you happy you know and take care take care of the people around you that you love i, I don't know what else to do other than that. that's beautiful that is absolutely beautiful well said simple is sometimes the best way to go guys it has been such a good night gabo make sure to keep kicking ass i'm here for it i'm here for it i've, I've been watching you for many years and i'm so proud of how, how far you've come and how far you're going so thank you i'll be here every shit, we can do this every weekend <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Yeah, man. Anytime. Uh, Jesse, I did do the party question um, real quick for Jesse. Let's tell her who were your five guests at your party. It was Sunshine. Hello. Kyle Smith. Dan Kelly. Kyle Smith. Dan Kelly. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. And Christopher Sagakis. And it, that's the drummer for RX Bandits, right? You said? I'll just drink a bunch of tequila. There's no food, just tequila. <laughs> all right you guys this show has been brought to you in part by weird audio thank you guys for hanging out uh tomorrow you guys this is actually the beginning of my birthday week we are having a whole fucking celebration uh tomorrow is to be announced i'm still gonna book somebody badass i'm not sure who it's a surprise surprise uh tuesday we have wiley wednesday miles from the rhythm thursday my irie and uh friday we got zeb of tribal suits and then my birthday's on Saturday, damn, that sounds like a fun week, doesn't it, Gabo? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> all right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, until next time, make sure to be kind to the people around you. You never know the battles that everybody's going through. Try to keep a smile on your face and be safe. It's a fucking dangerous world out there. I love you all. I'll see you guys next time, Gabo, on three. Let's say bye. One, two, three. Oh, see you later. Bye.